Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Nolan is standing by. Hey, Wacky Bruce! Coming to you from an undisclosed location, this is the Bruce Exclusive. And here's your host, Bruce Nolan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Bruce Exclusive. A Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. It is 12.08 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday the 30th. And the Bills have just made their pick at number 30 overall. And the first round of the NFL draft has been concluded with the Buccaneers taking Joe Tryon. The Bills made a pick. They did not trade up. They did not trade down. The Bills made a pick. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the pick that the Buffalo Bills made, and then we're going to go back and revisit my first round of the mock draft and see what I got right and see what I got wrong. But first, the Buffalo Bills selected with a 30th overall pick, Miami edge rusher Gregory Rousseau. Overall, my feelings on the pick are as followed. Eh, I feel okay about it. I'm not mad. I'm not thrilled. I'm glad the Bills didn't trade up for him. Greg from Cover One and I were talking with Rock Pile Report, and he said, hey, who's a guy that I know that you're not super high on? What about a nightmare scenario where they trade up for Greg Rousseau? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. But given the players that were on the board at the time, I get it a lot more. Obviously, you probably wish you could have traded back. But if the deal's not good, the deal's not good. The thing that I want to highlight when it comes to Gregory Rousseau, and I want this word to specifically help encapsulate both my feelings and your expectations for the player, is underdeveloped. Underdeveloped, that's the word. And I think that that would help you understand why I feel the way I feel about Rousseau and will also help you properly set expectations for him. He is an athletic specimen. You cannot teach 6'6 with that type of length. You can't. He is long and he's tall and he's fast. Some people might take questions about his bench press numbers, but when your arms are that long, I've talked about this before. When your arms are that long, your bench press numbers are going to be deflated. So I don't worry too much about that. But the word I want to use is underdeveloped. 
It's the reason why I'm eh on the pick, and it's the reason why we should all have patience with the pick, including the people who are eh with it, like me. Because the fact of the matter is, he shows some flashes of really good ability. And all reports are, he has the right football character to be able to maximize that ability. The length is something that he actually uses. Some people are long, but don't use the length. You see this happen in MMA all the time. You have someone who has an arm length advantage and they don't use it by properly understanding spacing. Gregory Russo is not one of those people. He uses his length effectively. His hand counters and specifically his pass rush repertoire could use some upgrading, but again, underdeveloped. He's toolsy. I wouldn't say he's explosive. He's long, he's quick for his height, and he uses his length. Explosive isn't probably the word that I would use to describe Gregory Rousseau after I watch him on film, but there are some traits here that indicate that this is a similar type of player to what you would expect to see from a Sean McDermott defensive end. There are actually some similarities between Gregory Russo and 2020 second round pick AJ Epinesa. AJ Epinesa is 6'5, Russo's 6'6. AJ Epinesa has 34 and a half inch arms. Russo has 34 and three quarter inch arms. Now, Russo is actually playing at a weight that you think AJ Epinesa would want to play at. So, AJ Epinesa got a little bit faster. When he dropped that weight, he weighed in at 275, dropped a little bit too much weight, probably wants to play in the 260s. So AJ Epinesa ran a five flat, basically, 40-yard dash, and that was a little heavy. So you don't really know what he runs right now, but there are some similarities there as far as that long, tall pass rushers who can help compress the pocket. That's something that both of them have. And I think that we can pretty much establish that Sean McDermott has a type. Brandon Bean has a type. That's two years in a row they've drafted edge rushers with those particular traits. Now, I think Rousseau is better athletically than A.J. Epinesa is, but to be fair, A.J. Epinesa has changed his body composition. So who knows what type of athlete he is now relative to the speed grades that he got when he was playing too heavy. I'm not going to tell you I love the pick. Because there are tweets out there of going, I wouldn't spend a one on Rousseau. I'm not sure I'd spend a two on him. I had a midday two grade on Gregory Rousseau. That doesn't mean taking him at the bottom of the first round is a bad idea. It's not a terrible, huge, massive reach. But he's a project. And so the reason why I'm feeling eh about it is the same reason why I would preach patience with Gregory Rousseau, because this is a guy who fits what Brandon Bean said. And what Brandon Bean said was, I'm thinking more long-term than short-term with pick number 30. And that's what Gregory Rousseau is. He's a long-term investment in the defensive line for the Buffalo Bills. He's a long, smooth-moving, unpolished pass rusher who needs some work and needs to get stronger. And those are things that can be taught. This is another one of those picks where Brandon Bean trusts his coaches to get the job done. Ed Oliver, Josh Allen, Tremaine Edmonds, Gregory Rousseau. So for me, I'm eh, I'm not mad. 
I'm not throwing a fit. I'm not going to burn the place down. I get it. I understand what they were going for. Would I have preferred someone who I think was less of a projection? Sure. I mentioned on Twitter earlier today that I actually think Jason Owe, who a lot of people thought was a toolsy projection pick, I actually think he's less of a projection than Gregory Rousseau. I was trying to figure out what you do with him. Do you have him gain weight? Hopefully he can be like an Eric Armstead, like five tech defensive player. But the Bills want their long, tall pass rushers. A lot of people said the same thing about A.J. Epinesa. Do you have him gain weight and be a five tech? And the Bills said no. When I was having that conversation on Twitter with Joe Buscalia from The Athletic, I should have thought to myself, this sounds a lot like the A.J. Epinesa conversation from last year. And that should have set off bells and whistles for me that Rousseau could be the pick. By the way, shout out Marcel Louis-Jacques. ESPN correctly called the Bills taking Gregory Rousseau at 30th overall. So we are going to take a quick break. We are going to come back. We're going to talk about what I got right, what I got wrong. Stick with me. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this edition of the Bruce Exclusive of Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. So it's time to pay the piper. If you will recall, I dropped a mock draft episode on Thursday morning, and I went through all 32 picks in the first round and all of the Bills picks. Here's what I got right and what I got wrong. I got all six of the first picks correct. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell. That was pretty cool. Happy about that. I had Devonta Smith going in the top 10. That was good. I had Chicago Bears trading up for a quarterback. I had that. That was good. I had J.C. Horn going above Patrick Sertan. That was good. I had Jamin Davis going to the Washington football team at 19. Got that. A lot of people had Alex Leatherwood not going in the first round. I had him going in the first round. Got that part right. I had the Ravens taking wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. I got that right. I had Caleb Farley still being a first round pick. I got that right. Here's some things I got really, really wrong. Let's go with Elijah Vera Tucker going 20th to the Los Angeles Chargers. The Jets traded up. Took him in the early teens. I had Tevin Jenkins and Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa both going in the first round. They didn't. I had Liam Eikenberg and Elijah Moore both going in the first round. They didn't. I had Rondale Moore going in the first round. Didn't. I did not have either Najee Harris or Travis Etienne going in the first round. And they both did. Now, I did have Travis Etienne going to the Jaguars, so I got that part right. But I had him going to the Jaguars in the second round. So that part's wrong. Had the Browns taking a corner, just got the corner wrong. I did have Aziz Ojolari falling out of the first round. Now, we don't know at the time of this recording how far he's going to fall. But I also had Javon Merrick falling out of the first round. So overall, it was a fairly, fairly competent mock overall. I'm not embarrassed by it by any means. But the Buffalo Bills came out with Gregory Rousseau, edge rusher, Miami. I am excited to continue to engage with you on social media as the Bills make the remainder of their picks on Friday and Saturday. It's really late. I'm really tired. This is a quick episode because there really isn't much more to say aside from that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan, Buffalo Rumblings. <laughs> 